Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. I had put up tiles of corkboard mm-hmm. and I had... I'd put them in this like spot between my windows, which is above my computer so that I can look at it. And it's like, you know, I can put mm-hmm. things up there like a teenager or I can <laughs> have inspo for my books, whatever. But it's like, a, that's where all the chaos is. That's the chaos wall as Jack and I like to say. Okay. So I had, when we first moved in, put the corkboard tile, tile, I put the tile corkboards up and I put them up with like the little stickums mm-hmm. and I, then I put wallpaper over it so that it looks, doesn't look like corkboard, but you could pin things to it. Mm-hmm. I thought this was a brilliant way to protect the wall. Oh. Turns out that the tile corkboard things were they not, were not put, so you poked a bunch of little holes in the wall? No. <laughs> okay. No, it, they were not put up with command. Those are not command strips. Okay. So you know the stickers at TJ Maxx that are impossible to get off? Yes. <gasps> it's like that, but so much worse because it's leaving behind a like a millimeter inch of just fabric foam. It's oh. so bad. Um, and I only learned that because we're not moving anymore. Yeah. And I had already taken it down because I'm me. So yeah. I have now put up new wallpaper. I did not put up more corkboard, and now I'm just gonna <laughs> use tape. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I had to take a command strip down the other day, which I had never done before, mm-hmm. and I just had to improvise. They do work great. Yes, they work a lot better than whatever the fuck came with my Amazon brand. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, it really sucks. sucks. But I do like what you've got going on there. And, mm-hmm. and the, having a little bit of background, like, I mean, if you're going to have to reap, it's a small piece of wall to have to even spackle and paint. Yeah, which I don't really, I don't mind doing that. The only yeah. problem is the foam parts that are not going to be even, but I, I'll just sand it or whatever. But it's it's going to be a problem for a later Paige who is going yeah. to move and not future for page. current Paige who is not. Yeah, that's a problem for future Paige, not for, for current Paige. And that's the best thing about it. not moving is that all the jobs I don't have to do. Uh-huh. It's kind of like we made plans with someone we don't really want to see. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get just simply for the euphoria of canceling. That's what it feels like. Mm. I hate canceling. I always want to do it, but I hate doing it. There's I no hate being a flake. 
I hate being a flake, but I love the feeling of not having to go somewhere I thought I had to go. Well, what's great is it's when- nothing personal against anybody that I'm of having, making not. plans with, but God, do I love not doing anything. I mean, I, I'm not alone. This is obviously a f- common fodder for the internet. Yes. But yep. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I totally agree. I had weekend plans with somebody not too long ago and then they got COVID. <gasps> and I was still. Oh, that's okay. Oh, that's okay. Oh, that's okay. Oh, who feel better? Is there anything I can send to you from a distance? <laughs> I'll just be here dancing. <laughs> oh, speaking of dancing, our movie. Yeah. Oh. Uh, should we do a theme song? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, let's do a theme song. Welcome to Nameless Best Friends. I'm Paige. I don't I don't have a role in those, so I'm bad. <laughs> you can be nameless you can be nameless best friend. But how would she say it? She'd be really encouraging. Yeah, and I'm Beth. <laughs> yeah. I'm just the, I'm just the single quirky nameless best friend who works at the potato bakery. And I I <laughs> You're underselling yourself. Come on. Yeah. Come on, you deserve better than that. Yeah. Oh, boy, am I pregnant. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's (laughs) so funny you say that because the nameless best friend in this one, Uh one of my early notes is she reads pregnant. Oh, really? Not because she looked pregnant. Not because she looked anything but, uh, uh, you know. Normal. Trim, she, trim, healthy, normal looking person. Yeah. It's not like, man, that gut, she looks pregnant. Right. It wasn't that. It was just that the, the best friend in movies like this, and I won't say Hallmark movies because I think this movie was very different from Hallmark movies in uh-huh. a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, they're always like bereft with wedding plans or 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 heavy with child. <laughs> and they're yes. always just like, oh, my backaches or oh, the flowers. Like it's one of the two. And yeah. those are like the things that they're going through. Yeah. And so the entire time she read is that, which is why it's funny later on. But um, so yeah, mm-hmm. funny you should say that. <laughs> <laughs> what movie are we talking about? We're talking about Betty's Bad Luck in Love. Cursed from childhood to fail at romance, Betty's relationships have always ended up in disaster. But when she meets Alex, she's tempted to try once more. Can true love prevail over a curse? Now, this clearly is <laughs> something that they bought then. It's probably, they, you know, they don't invest much in the descriptions. Mm-hmm. They don't even apparently bother with proper grammar. <laughs> because I don't think <laughs> Betty's, well, anyway, whatever. Um, but I liked it. I think this movie was great. Mm-hmm. And- mm-hmm. Uh, instead of coming up with a better title, since I loved this title, I came up with a worse title. Oh. Did something <laughs> so a little. So did I. <laughs> I mean, purposely this time. Okay, uh, what is it? Mystical romance. Oh, that does you sound see, I was so trying much. To, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're trying, trying to, do to come homework. up with what they would have yeah. done. Yeah, yeah. That's and they great. do love. They love Kismet Christmas, Mystic Christmas. So I know Mystic was Mystic Connecticut, but nevertheless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. We didn't know that because it, we wouldn't put it past Hallmark. So when that came out, we were just like, yep. <laughs> In fact, I didn't see Kismet Christmas. That could have been Kismet, Indiana. Who knows? But yeah, <laughs> what did you come up with? I came up with three really stupid ones. 
Okay. Um, one is if it's like an artsy long sort of like, oh, or what if we just did a really long title kind of t- title, which is the most self-centered woman in the world enjoys a week of being the most self-centered wor- woman in the world. <laughs> okay. Uh, super duper superstitious. Oh. Mm-hmm. Or super duper stitious, which is what I was trying to say. <laughs> okay. And saucy little jinx. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> that's the British title. Exactly. I don't think she was Definitely. self-centered. No, no, it's a joke because her friend uh, is. It's just well, <laughs> she is. She's delightful, but yes, she. Uh, it's not that she's self-centered. It's just that she true. It's just that any premise that's like this requires you to think you have so much control, and then at some point at the end. She makes a moment about herself where I was kind of like, oh, okay, well, <laughs> it's not about your bad luck. Like somebody's in the hospital, <laughs> but- <laughs> right? right, right. <laughs> for an inordinately long time, for what I think was a really stupid and small injury, but we'll get yeah. there. So I love the opening. You know, I love a middle school curse voodoo woo woo sort of opening. I've written one. You've written one. Mm-hmm. I've probably well- written more than one. It it made it feel like a real movie, and I guess it makes sense if they bought this yeah. one, which we're gleaning from the fact that they that the description is really short, which is our our secret little clue we fe- we feel we figured out. Yeah. Um. But the yeah, the, starting with the flashback like that, I was like, as soon as it started, I was like, this feels like a real movie. It's yeah. giving context. It's not just no. It's an, I am working in the big city, and I I have stilettos. I have to stomp around in, and I'm I'm just so I'm so overwhelmed with all the things I have to do. Oh no, what do I have to do? Oh, go home. Uh. Like it wasn't that it was like it <laughs> took its time. It was measured and it gave us context and it was great. And it's funny because my book starts with a, with a, you know, something not, not, not exactly like this, but starts with the same kind of conceit of like something happened in the past that dictated the ending. But it's like, I don't know. I thought it was so good. As soon as I saw it, I was just like, this is a real ass movie already. And I was I, this, you know how a lot of the movies don't pass the daytime test. Yes. Yeah. This one, this one passed the daytime test big time. Yes. The, the daytime test, say, by the way, <laughs> yes, is watching during the day. Yes. Because a lot of movies Beth enjoyed or Beth and our guest Sarah or somebody else enjoyed. Norwegian Holiday she's talking about. <laughs> yes. Good call but it there, by but, its but, name. Well, that one was the one it you and has Sarah. A name. <laughs> But that's on you and Sarah agreed on, but you feel that way about a bunch of the other movies I too. have felt that way. And I've warned you uh, if I've watched first, I've warned you if it was – and this is not to say it's it's a bad movie. It's like some of them are best enjoyed with a lack of other sensory in, in, in input. Like the Norwegian Hollow Day was very quiet and extremely beautiful. And cozy, I liked being in dark. the dark. Yeah, mm-hmm, exactly. It was cozy. dark. It was darkly filmed. It's really hard to watch something that's like dark and insul- insulated like that when it's like the daytime and it's bright blue skies and stuff like that. It's yeah. just it just doesn't work. And it just doesn't take you there the same way it does at night when you have like mm-hmm. a glass of wine. My God, what dry January end. But <laughs> Paige is the reason so. everybody's January is dragging by really slowly. Yes. Because I've chosen not to drink alcohol because in my body or whatever, my health. Mm-hmm. I don't even know why. It's just it's just because I will do anything to work. <laughs> I will do anything to just have a job and just not stop and just relax and enjoy myself. So what does dry January have to do with work? Uh, it's I, it's a fucking job. It's it's just it's no fun at all. Oh, okay. 
You're not getting paid. Nobody's paying you to oh, stop no, drinking. No. No, no, no. It's just like, oh, like, let me have the responsibility of this reset. Wow. That's weird. Well, you know, I mean, it's just, it's just more fun to have a glass of wine. Anyway, I'm sounding, <laughs> sounding real addicted here, but. Not. Yeah, no, the daytime, I get it though. That, listen, when I was in Poland and we were, we were just almost, it's a nine hour difference, which is almost, you know, 12 hours, almost polar opposite. Mm-hmm. And, uh. I, it was anyway. You sent me a video. You sent no, 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 a picture. You came to my house in Palm Springs, mm-hmm. and you sent me a picture raising your glass in my bed, my comfy bed, which I did not have in Poland. Mm-hmm. Um, in front, in 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 my darkened room, watching the original Parent Trap, and I was mm-hmm. just ah, oh, I would kill for that. So it's that's the mood we're talking about. And, you know, that's sometimes you're just sick or lazy in bed and you want to watch a movie during the day. So I do think that the the scale, the, the daytime viewing scale is not a measure of the quality of the film. It really quite is a, a measure of the, um, you, you know, the theme. Is it, a, is it a daytime, a lot of bright, sunny scenes? Then sure. But if it's, yeah. if it's a contemplative, sort of slower, pretty night focused movie. So a lot of the Christmas ones really benefited from evening viewing. Yeah. Well, so, which is I, not as obvious as it seems. And I don't really like watching stuff during the day anyway. Like th- mm-hmm. there's nothing worse to me than, oh my God. Like I remember my college boyfriend who was great. It's not against him, but mm-hmm. he and his friends did a lot of like closing the curtains to watch a oh, movie no, in the no, morning. no, 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 no. <clears throat> I hate that. that. Or to play a video game or whatever. And there's nothing wrong with video games or watching a movie. There's nothing wrong with any of that, except for that, like, I, I find it extremely depressing to shut the curtains on a sunny day and be yeah. in, like, a, it's it's like I love a dark house at night, but yeah. a dark house in the day just makes me want to throw up. I hate it. Yeah. So throw I'm not. A, wow. <laughs> so, <laughs> quite a reaction. Yeah. So you I don't like something without vomiting. Not Well, well, yeah. I can. <laughs> anyway, I don't like to brag. <laughs> you don't. You don't know my life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, so this movie, like, I, I I've had to watch. The only reason I've watched them during the day at all is because of time and you know the yeah. not having of it. Yeah. So, <laughs> but today I watched this because yeah, I I'd had a busy weekend. And I didn't have time, and then this morning I put it on and I was like, oh, this is awesome. It not only passed the daytime test, it also passed the laptop test. Oh, I was watching wow. it on a laptop because I had a bunch of stuff to chop for dinner and things uh-huh. like that. So it was and fold, laundry to fold, and that was not, I didn't want to be in one space. So yeah, yeah it's very. Uh, if you've listened to any like a lot of episodes of this show, you might know that I used to watch like every movie on a laptop, <laughs> which is why I think I I'm like oh I've seen that, and then it, it's like you haven't seen No Country for Old Men because you watched it out of the corner of your eye on a laptop. <laughs> like maybe give it another shot. I don't yeah. like that movie. Well. Well, <laughs> so anyway, the, uh, it starts with the flashback and mm-hmm. I love the line <laughs> when they're talking about L Elson or whatever that it was some name I didn't really know, but they're t- the girl who ends up cursing her. They were talking, the best Eleni. friend talking, Eleni, 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 it's a Greek name, but actually they were pronouncing it Eleni. Hmm. Okay. So Eleni in that flashback scene. Uh, Betty has a crush on this cute guy playing basketball and she wants to like ask him out or whatever, but she's like, but, but Eleni likes him. And her best friend is like, 
Her mom owns a fortune teller shop. He's never going to go for a girl dressed for a funeral all the time. Mm-hmm. And that was nicely dropped in. Yeah, it was. It was good exposition. Um, and then she sits there and has a crazy Oreo conversation with that guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And then later on, there was a crazy Oreo commercial with, I yes. think, Chris Kardashian, but I'm not sure because she said so much work done. Uh, Chris Jenner? Jenner. Yes, that's what I meant. Yeah. Um, I only barely saw the Oreo commercial, but that's very funny that I didn't notice that at all. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah, so she, the, the goth girl says, I put a curse on you for the rest of your life. You will never find love, mm-hmm. which frankly, if you're in middle school and you say that in front of the boy you like, because somebody's talking to the boy you like, you look like an idiot, Elaine. But <laughs> But there we go. And so that's how it begins. I liked it. I don't, I don't it's been done before. They're obviously copying my book, but <laughs> no, I'm it's it's just it Which really book? worked in not sure. It might have been hope in a jar. Oh my god, you don't even know. This is the This is how I ended up failing my own failing a quiz on one of my own books on Goodreads once upon a time. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just really honestly don't know. Oh, great. But well, um, <laughs> just just read one of Beth's books and take a stab and we'll see if it's the right one. <laughs> it opens with the fortune teller at Herbert Hoover Junior High. So uh, it's that one. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> then we get to the modern day and she's an actuary and she's doing a risk report. Blah, blah, blah. Nelson at work has a crush on her and he works in accounting and that's all kind of pat, and yet it worked. An actuary, it's, she she assesses risk for a life, you know, for a living, and at the same time, she has believed in this curse her whole life now, twenty years, and mm-hmm. so she's she assesses the risk of anybody that she's ever interested in. Hence, she tries not to have relationships because she believes in the curse, and just as often happens with anything you believe. It seems to come true. So she's had a lot of bad relationships, um, which she attributes to the curse. Right. That guy, Nelson, was so funny because the the casting for him, like, th- that guy was not a bad-looking guy, and he didn't really have, like, the normal nerd look. Like, he just looked like anybody at Intelligentsia in Silver Lake. <laughs> like, mm. He just looked like some guy who's got a film he's working on. Like, he didn't, mm-hmm. he didn't, he didn't read as normal nerd, which was good and fine to me because mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's obviously so dumb and tired to have like the pretty girl not into just like the <laughs> nerd. Actually, <laughs> um, so <laughs> there you go, pushing up the emergency, uh, yeah, imaginary glasses again as I have to push up my real ones. It's very I like, embarrassing. I like that you almost said emergency. <laughs> Emergency glasses. <laughs> yeah. I have those too. Um, but yeah, he he was too slight for her, which was how I knew for sure he was not going to end up being the secret mm-hmm. hero at the end. You know, like shave off the ugly porn stash, and he's so <laughs> good looking. But um, yeah, so I, I think that w- it would have it, it would have added a little bit to me if they did the um, Clark Kent thing. Mm-hmm. If he had been good looking and they just made him look nerdy and and I had wondered, just yeah, because if, if it had been if he he's all that had if it had been he's all that sort of I mean it wouldn't have it, yeah I wouldn't have expected the whole movie to be about that I thought they might have surprised us at the end but Hallmark never surprises us at the end so what am I saying no. Well I wouldn't say that I was well, kind of surprised by some shit that happens in this movie That's not the way I meant but yes. uh, yeah So anyway that then they have so then she I I liked that he 
I like that she was a risk analyst too because it was totally different. Like it wasn't that she owns like a failing bakery. It's <laughs> not like, you know, of course he's a photographer. They should think about doing that. <laughs> it was interesting that he was a photographer. Of, of course, course he was. Guys never it? pronounce it that way. It's only the girls. No, I know. It's true. I he fully said photographer, but yeah, I don't know. But I don't know why Hallmark doesn't know about other jobs. I don't know. I mean, the problem well, they is- they knew about an actuary. That's yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah. Which is funny because the thing is, is that like, uh, similarly to the like them killing off too many parents in too many movies for blah, 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 blah. So that you don't notice when it's a time where it's actually a good place for it. Mm-hmm. This is like, he, it's. I liked that he was a photographer in this. But mm-hmm. I'm so, I have photography fatigue, so I couldn't really like, Yeah. so I was aware of it in a stupid way. But yeah, and then their meet cute, their meet cute was, so I, before I knew that this movie was going to be great, mm-hmm. I was concerned because their, their, their meet cute was super bizarre. Like she's coming down yeah. the stairs, racing to work mm-hmm. and she's just like, who moves on a Friday? And I was like, that's. Who do, wh- why? A lot of why is that a thing? I wondered why? that too. Yeah. Why are then, you moving in on a Friday morning? Although, yes, they did. I know where you're headed, and because I also saw the movie. Yeah. No, <laughs> but I did think though that it was maybe if you were moving on a weekday though into a building, it would be pretty inconsiderate to to do it at the exact moment, which this was not. This was she was late, but mm-hmm. you know what I mean. You wouldn't probably want to be there at seven thirty in the morning when everybody in the building is trying to leave for work. And right. there you're in the way. But anyway, it's not something on. I would have thought about, though. It's not something I ever would like. That would be a level of consideration I would not expect from anybody. No, I would have given an exasperated, passive aggressive sigh, <laughs> yeah. possibly not like into a grown something up. on my way past. Yes, like an adult. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then he says something about his husk, his two huskies. And then he's like, oh, I knew I forgot something. But it it didn't quite. It was kind of confusing. He says, I can give you a ride to work on your, I can get you there fast on my, because he's, for some reason, he's moving a dog sled into right. his apartment like you do. Yeah. And then you he know, said, I guess the it, canoe was next, but. <laughs> well, the gong was next. Oh, but yeah. then, but then, so he said, but he he's like that obviously was- moving into Auntie Mame's apartment. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but so it was just, so at first I was just like, it was kind of confusing and it was like, the super spicy, fast back and forth, uh, you know, like, uh, like witty repartee. That's like, it was like, but sometimes they try to do that and it just doesn't work. Uh-huh. And I think in that moment it didn't work, but it went on to work for the rest of the movie. So, yeah. so they said that and whatever. And then she races to work. And then the guy who's cleaning is like, what are you doing working on a Saturday? And she realizes she, it's a Saturday. She doesn't need to be at work. So she goes back home yeah. And that's when they're set one. Well, it's before that's when after- the Friday thing made sense. They don't even yes. usually have the kind of consistency that you can follow up with. So, yeah. yeah. And so it was kind of like, uh, so then she gets back and then he, that's when their joke about the dancing starts where he's just, or she's just like, he's like, oh, well, it, she's like, what do you do with that thing? And she points at the gong and he's just like every hour on the hour, which was very uh-huh. funny for mm-hmm. a neighbor to be saying to a new neighbor. Yeah. And then she's like, well, that's going to be interrupting my, 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 whatever she said. She said something else loud. Uh-huh. And then he, and then he, he said something we, loud about being upstairs. So I think, right. Or downstairs. Yeah. She came up with something that would bother you from below. It was cute. Yeah. And then he, but then he was saying, he said something about his tap dancing lessons because yes. he's above her. Yeah. <clears throat> and so 
And that was funny. And but then it, it was funny because the dancing kept being referenced in the movie, but they kept referencing it like he really dances. I know. Because at one point when his sister is there, he's she's he's like, she was just helping me with my tap. And then she's like, sorry about that. Like the sister says, sorry about that. Like she's in on the joke and like, or maybe that it was real. <laughs> like it was a little bit. And then the ending, there was definitely some a dance thing that happened. Yeah. And I was kind of like, what's with the dancing exactly? I, and then I, well, we'll get to it, but yeah, mm-hmm. but their meet cute was weird, but my next note is this movie is great. So I, you know, I got over the weirdness of that. And then when they get stuck in the elevator, mm-hmm. um, that was a great way for them to get to know each other. Of course, I'm not pretending it's the first time that anyone's ever done something like that. It's it's not obviously at all, but it was yeah. a little bit better. I I welcomed it myself instead of saying, "Oh, it's French kiss all over again." She's afraid of flying, so he makes oh, her yeah. argue. So it's, he wasn't it, arguing. Was he was just asking her about what she does. It's like just anything to. Mm-hmm, I, to distract I her. also have a fear of getting stuck in an elevator. A real horror, horror fear, mm-hmm. and that would have made me feel better. So I liked, I liked that. It worked for me. It was good, yeah, because she, she really went full panic attack. Like she was like, mm-hmm. she really, it wasn't like, oh my god, I don't want, I don't like elevators. Mm. Like she didn't just do like, I'm like twee and neurotic. <laughs> but it was like, kind of perfect was, because she said, you don't know how bad your odds are with me because she'd already found him attractive. Mm-hmm. So she's already thinking the curse could be kicking in. Exactly. Which is great. Perfect. But also but also she I feel like in most Hallmark movies, if they were trapped in an elevator, they'd just be like, you know, they'd just be like, oh no, well, I just don't like small spaces. <laughs> and they'd stand there and they'd be so fine, but they would just be like overreacting to a situation. This was like she was freaking the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> which yeah. I appreciated. She was just like really she was really scared. And then yeah, his reaction was just to kind of like draw her out and distract her. And and then the breathing thing. I also loved, there was just so many little details that made this just better writing, which is just like, they gave him the fact that he knew Priyana breathing or whatever it's called. Yes. Um, and yoga breathing. The, yeah. He knew yoga breathing and it wasn't because he's a yoga instructor. Like they yeah. usually make them so unnuanced that they can't like have another skill or have another interest than whatever they do for a living. He wasn't yeah. like, okay, well, let me come to rescue and take your picture. You know, like yeah, exactly. Like, he was like, yeah, this is just this other thing that I do and know and whatever. And it was related probably to his job because he spent time in Tibet and he's done. It was part of his personality. It was just good mm-hmm. writing. And then she yeah. does some some breathing. He does some breathing exercises with her. And uh, then afterwards, he asked her out after they got out of the elevator. I don't know that that's ever happened in a Hallmark movie. Right. Where the the lead and the romantic interest just like likes her and asks her out. Mm -hmm. Because whatever we were watching recently, I was like, these people just like each other and there's no conflict. But that but that's not this. Like there is conflict. And it's an external conflict. And it worked for me. Totally. I mean, and the thing is, is that that's the problem is that usually they're like, if if they like each other, oh, it was the stupid um, uh, the does <laughs> that narrow down the um the golf one? No, the Scottish one, because oh, those yeah. people just like were into each other, but they were so dry and boring to watch that it was just mm-hmm. like they're just into each other from the beginning. Who cares? Yeah. This is like they're into each other from the beginning, but it I cared, yeah. And so yeah, him asking her out was really nice. And then she says no, mm-hmm. and. Uh, yeah. And then after talking to her nameless best friend, she agrees. And then they go out for drinks, mm-hmm. um, non-alcoholic drinks. And maybe it's dry January, but if I was asked out <laughs> to go out for drinks and someone ordered a coconut milk <laughs> as, a, 
because they're well, drinking. She said, I'll have what you're having. No, I know. But the fact that they were not going out for drink drinks, going out for drinks, and it's just like, I don't know, anything you put in a cup will do. Yeah, like, exactly. Would you like to go out mean. for some liquid? Yeah, exactly. That's like, I, grab a coffee or something is, is a better way to phrase that. If you're going to mm-hmm. go, that's the or something is a cup, a big old glass of ungarnished coconut milk. <laughs> but. With yeah. a tinge of tan, but yeah, it was this, it was garnished. Yeah, it was garnished. But I did, and was it, it? was warm. The picture, yeah. the picture that I have of he that I took of it, it. He described, but it didn't it. have a garnish on top. Oh, a, a literal garnish. Okay, yeah, yeah. It was just a. It was just poor presentation. No restaurant in the world worth their salt. Yeah, it looked like a big glass of milk. You're right. It did. It was a huge glass of milk fit for Santa Claus, <laughs> and it was just yeah. So uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, you want to have anything to say? It's <laughs> <laughs> just no, the me show. No, no, I'm trying. I'm sorry. I'm trying to remember. Was it after that 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 he on the? I think on the way back from there is where he suggests that they go out in the morning. He says six o'clock. She reacts appropriately. Six a.m. <laughs> o'clock in the morning. Yeah, there's a six in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the next scene is her waking up to, by the way, I loved her haircut. Oh yeah. Well, how cute it looked when she just woke up and everything. I'm like, oh, I wish I had haircut that would do that. My hair would not look like that. I have fallen for that kind of trap so many times. Mm -hmm. She has actual body in her hair, actual, a little bit of wave hair Mm -hmm. that maybe like looks good the next day after something. (laughs) But you and I who share the same head, we have (laughs) the same hair and straight hair straight hair which Richie loves to make fun of me for because one time he went on my phone to use my Safari or browser or whatever and uh-huh. saw that I had googled <laughs> rather pathetically no good haircuts for stick straight hair <laughs> 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 I didn't find one um, but oh <laughs> Oh my god! I'm having such hair trauma lately. I just got my hair cut. It was really expensive, mm-hmm. and I keep like curling it. And then it's just like once I once I'm done doing my hair, I look like Camilla Bowles. I look so <laughs> bad. <laughs> I know how to do it. I don't know. I'm not doing anything wrong. It just my hair. It's just not working. Mm. I'm just. I'm going through a bad hair. I'm going through a bad hair and face moment. Oh dear. I know. Let me well, I noticed me. the face, obviously. Obviously. This is really why we started stop doing video. <laughs> not because Jack left, not because, <laughs> but because we cannot show you what's happened to my face. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but no, but we missed the far- part when they're walking back and she's like really nervous about him. Like, you know, it's the big city. So they have those open grates that go down to the cellars of the restaurants and stuff. Uh-huh. And she's he's walking and he almost like backs yep. into one and she goes, look out. I know a guy who fell into one of those once. Yes. <laughs> and it yeah. Was so funny. And then he was just like, what? you know, he's sort of like picking up on her neuroses, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then and then that's when he invites her to go hiking the next day. And then the, the scene after that, she's just like, she's like, look out because a car is coming. And she's like, and then he. That turned out to also be somebody she'd known once. No, gotten, a bike almost hit. Oh, a bike she almost hit. Says somebody that she knew somebody was hit by a steamroller, and he goes, "Really?" And she goes, "No, that time I was kidding," which was adorable. <laughs> it was so. That's right. But that's he right. did. He showed up at her door in the morning with a cup, and she takes a big swig, and it was wheat, wheat grass. Grass, and that is 
really different than coffee. That would be awful if you were expecting coffee. That was my I, note It there. would be horrible. I mean, it's just like if you've ever gone thinking you were going to have a sip of orange juice and it was milk or vice versa or something because it's in like a, an opaque yes. glass. I don't know what circumstances would lead me to have that experience, but I've had that experience. <laughs> Why? How much would I have to not be looking at what's in a like and for it to be milk or for it to be orange juice? Yeah. I don't know, but it's happened. That's specific. I think that's because I've used that example all your life. No, I've had that happen to me. Or maybe you incepted me, but I, I've had that happen <laughs> to me. I know the feeling. Oh, my God. But I mean, and the thing is, at first I was like, why would he put wheatgrass in a coffee cup? But yeah. then I thought about the number of times that I've ordered something like that that came in something like that and just thought, well. Yeah, but wheatgrass comes in like a shot, too. And Yeah, it's, it's not a – you wouldn't need a 16-ounce cup. And It, is. it takes and, forever. I'm here to tell you, once you start growing wheatgrass, it really, really grows. I don't know why it's so expensive. Like once it starts growing, it's it's loosey, you know, and the and the chocolate's on the conveyor belt. <laughs> but you do, if you're considering becoming a small-time wheatgrass farmer for yourself, <laughs> God, believe me, invest in the electric juice presser that'll do it. Not every juice presser presser will do it. You need yeah. one that will do wheatgrass, but if you get the one by hand, you're going to feel like you're a fucking w- pilgrim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> horrible. It was horrible. What a waste no, of No, yeah. No, definitely not. <laughs> yeah, it just made the – ultimately for me, because I bought the cheap one first and then it didn't work for me, it just made the electric one that much more expensive. In fact, I can tell you exactly $29 more expensive. Every time that I think about wheatgrass, despite the number of times I've ordered one for myself since this time, I think about one of the first times I ever had wheatgrass, which was when I was like 23 and I was with my best friend and we had just driven from our town, from Naples in Florida across the state to Boca Raton, Boca Mm -hmm. Raton, Boca Raton. I don't, I never know to go to a jetty party and to go to a, like a place where a bunch of boats were going to be like anchored and then everyone's just drinking and crazy. And at this time, she and I were drinking like we had just gotten through college where we would buy like a bottle of hypnotic each and just drink that to the face. And we were drinking pinnacle whipped and fireball and a lot of vodka, Red Bull, pink lemonade stuff. And oh, and one really good thing that I could never have now, probably because it would just go. I would have an instant migraine, but it was so good was Smirnoff Sours. It just tasted like sour candy. It was so good. Oh, that sounds awful. But we were fine with all that, but we went and got wheatgrass and she immediately threw up everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) I get it it, though. And it was before getting on the boat. Oh my God. It was very funny. And we'd eaten and everything. Yeah. It was Yeah, I can get that gag reflex from that kind of thing too. I just Mm -hmm. have to have a quick water chaser. Yeah. Yeah. She just threw up everywhere. And wheatgrass, not a pretty thing to throw up everywhere. (laughs) No. I would imagine it stains. Yeah. Yeah, that was the first thing we did when we arrived at this person's house. We had like never, re- we'd hung out with this guy like one time and he invited us to this party. So we drove three hours to get there. And then we walked in and immediately went to the bathroom. <laughs> she was throwing up and then I got my period. And it was like, everything was like really dramatic. They probably thought we were just a couple of coke heads from Naples, but we were yeah. not. We were just trying to get by. <laughs> just trying to get by. Just trying to with get your by. bodily functions. Yeah. <laughs> really bad too oh my god the unpredictable human body always <laughs> betrays you yeah, especially if you're me and to this day have trouble keeping track of your cycle <laughs> oh my surprised god. every time <laughs> what? what what is happening oh my goodness 
your kid. <laughs> yeah. At this point, Richie's just like, oh, I'll be like, oh, my head hurts and I'm really tired. And he's like, well, that's because your period's coming. And I don't even know that. Yeah, no, I'm sure it behooves him to keep track. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you're welcome, everyone. Um, so, yeah. And then so she go, goes. She, we find out, yeah, the rugby game. That was kind of dumb. <laughs> Well, it was because she thinks he's getting hurt and she grabs the ref's whistle and goes and, you know, whistles and stops everything, which is, it was, that was dumb. It was crazy. It was crazy. I mean, it's rug, famously, it's rugby, famously rough game. I don't, he was holding a ball and everybody was like in a wad in the middle of the field, you know, like I don't, and she's just like, ref, why isn't he doing his job? She was freaking the fuck out. Yeah. And then, yeah, she goes up and snatches the old whistle. Yeah. You know, you mentioned earlier um, about the best friend being pregnant or having a wedding inevitably Mm -hmm. in these movies. This one did did both. So I think that that scene was followed because that, that scene only didn't really do much except make him surely think she was crazy and embarrass the fuck out of him. Yeah. But also, um, <laughs> you know, just it kind of proved that she continues to think that she's the magic ingredient that makes bad things happen. So then mm-hmm. she goes back and uh, and I didn't quite understand what was going on with her best friend. Something happened refrigerator blah 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 not working now she can't afford her wedding and because betty he, agrees to play pay for it because her husband owns a food truck so i think that because they were like we lost food for a month which i thought was a weird way to pray but i kind of caught up when oh. i realized oh it's because he owns like it's like pedro's something okay. and because i thought Raul. it was my name at first the only re- no 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 the thing he owns is called pedro's something i know because oh, okay. every time i hear pedro name Raul, though I think so. Yes. Okay. But every time I hear Pedro, I hear Paige first. Gotcha. I'm also the most self-centered person in the world. <laughs> Correct. So I, yeah. But so I think that that it was that they lost a bunch of money and food for the business. You know what though? Hmm. If you have a business, you have insurance for your business and you have insurance for your food truck business. It insures if the food goes bad because there's a malfunction, my insurance 100%. pays $500 up to $500. If there's a power outage for long enough for the stuff in the fridge to get spoiled. So damn that yours does too, probably. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> I'm assuming you have, do you have your renter's insurance? I have Richie. Well, Richie's probably smart enough to have renter's insurance. Oh so yeah, God. that's pretty a hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so they, um, Point being, I was I was confused by that, and then Betty volunteers. I mean, she starts going, "Oh, we can't pay for the food and the photographer." I w- immediately uh-huh. thought, "Oh, Alex oh, is a photographer." Shoot. Yep, I did too. I thought the exact same thing. I thought, "Oh, well, like the hero is suddenly going to come be the wedding photographer," even though that's not the same as being a field photographer at all, and you need a totally different set of skills. Right. But well, they didn't go down that annoying no. route. So that was good. Surprising, But I just, and then, so what did she volunteer to pay for though? Because she volunteered to obviously give them a great deal of money. Mm -hmm. And I didn't like that. I didn't. No. It wasn't. I am somebody who very firmly believes in not ransoming your future to pay for one big wedding day. I think Mm -hmm. it's stupid. Mm -hmm. A big wedding can be great fun if you can afford it. It's I'm definitely not anti that the way I'm Mm -hmm. like anti gender reveal parties. But (laughs) but it just felt like 
listen, if you're going to be tapping your friend's savings because your regular life had a hiccup, Mm -hmm. maybe you should just save your money in case your regular life has another hiccup (laughs) and skip the wedding that in, you know, 17 minutes, we're going to find out his parents want 15 more people to come. Oh my God. Yeah. So that's, so she just responsible for that now too, with 200 bucks ahead. Exactly. (laughs) It was, I thought that was really, I didn't like that. I thought it was weak. No, it should have been something simpler. Uh, well, also, but if they were going to do that, okay, let's go with they're going to do that. Mm-hmm. How you have to write that is, first of all, you have to make, it would fit really easily into this. If she's worried about risk and her future, and if she's worried about, uh, if she's worried about bad luck and she's super con- conscious of risk, then that would probably lead her to not spend her money very often. She would probably be really like, you know, penny pinching because she doesn't, because in case something happens, you know, because her whole life is about if something happens, you mm-hmm. know, capital S, capital H. Yeah. So if she has been hanging onto her money, never spends it on a cup of coffee out, never, never takes herself out to dinner, never, you know, she, everything she does is super sensible, then her generosity in that moment would match up with the character arc and the story she's, you know, the story arc that she's going through. Mm-hmm. It would match up with the fact that, like, She's learning to release her worries a little bit and she's willing to look out for her friend because mm-hmm. that's the thing that matters is the here and now. But if you do that, you still have to have something more succinct and distinct that costs an amount of money happen mm-hmm. that is obvious, not like, oh, maybe $8,000 worth of stuff happened. Is she also paying for the repair of the truck? Is she paying now for... Everything that she said she's gonna she's worried about about the wedding, the flowers, the guests, the food. That yeah. that's all. That's the whole wedding. Yeah, it was so, very unclear. It was very unclear, and it felt like she was the. I guess the point of it was to illustrate that she's generous and a good friend. Mm-hmm. Maybe the point was that she has a lot of disposable income. I don't yeah. know, but it, it was didn't just really too serve nebulous. anything. It would have if they needed to show that. Then maybe it could have been the friend saying, um, "You know, really." love the bouquet with the roses in it, but all we can afford is the carnations. And she can say, you know what? My present to you is the roses. Or yeah, I'll, I mean, I'm going to pay for the flowers. Example or, but that's what I'm or, saying. Or, or, or like, something that was, or, had some meaning or mattered for some reason instead of because you're going to be run over by your future in-laws and add 15 people you don't know to your guest list. Or more endearingly, if this woman is also trying to like not spend too much on her wedding and is conscious that they don't have a ton of money, blah, blah, blah. If she was like, I've been trying, you know, if you, she came back to the apartment or she came over to the apartment and then the friend was trying on a wedding dress and it was her mom's old wedding dress. And she's just like, I got it tailored and it's still, and she's just in tears. She's like, I I just wanted to save the money because the dress can be like the most expensive part. And I'm just trying to wear this, but I fucking hate it. I look so stupid. And I, you know, and it's like funny and whatever. Then that can be like, we're going to go get you a dress and it's on me. That's my gift to you for the wedding. Because that would have been, that would have shown their connection in a different way. It would have shown that that friend was like conscious of the amount of money that she's, you know, whatever. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, well, dollar amount doesn't really matter. She's probably just going to, you know, they'll go figure that out. You don't need to know. But in this case, yeah, it was just too net. It was just okay. So now you're just like the bankroller. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Because it was my first thought when they added people to the guest list. Yeah. So anyway, then, God, then she goes over and then the sister is there. Oh, Lordy. I mean, <laughs> okay, I didn't, I never really understood the point of the sister. 
Or her outfit or her stupid hat. Stupid hat. The but then she's like, but we get too much information. Like, this is my sister, Amy. She's a teacher. Her husband, Gary, is also a teacher. He teaches French literature. You know, Hugo, Flaubert. And I'm just thinking, yeah, Victor Hugo, we all learned that in elementary school. Gustave Flaubert, I read Madame Bovary in high school. So it was so, it was such a, a, it was like the writers were trying to validate this fact by invalidating it, frankly, for me, by just making it so pedestrian. I know. It's like, I teach English literature. We're working on, I, I teach American literature. We're working on Great Gatsby now. Like, it's like, yes, you've heard of Great Precisely. Gatsby. Okay, great, great job. But uh-huh. I, but the you thing know, was, is Dickens. That- I teach British literature. Yeah. A Christmas Carol. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but she arrives at the house. Uh, she mm-hmm. like she gets to the apartment, and mm-hmm. then he's like, "Oh, hey, yeah." He's really, really weird. And yeah. then he's like, "There's actually someone I'd like you to meet," which usually means like I thought it was going to be. A he's kid. got an iguana, or yeah, like yeah, iguana, iguana kid, whatever. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I mean that was the thing was that it was like, yeah, it seemed like that because usually in a Hallmark movie it's going to be like <laughs> I have somebody I'd like you to meet, and you're like. Oh, I'm supposed to think it's a person and then it isn't. But this time I thought it wasn't because I expected it to be a person, but then it was a person. And then he goes inside and she's, there's just bad, bad vibes. It was really, really awkward. It was just like, if, if I walked into that room in real life, I'd be like, oh, they were just talking about the fact that they suspect their stepmother of murdering their father. Like, right, it's right. like some, they were talking about something really heavy or like she owes him a lot of money. Like something is very off in the room. But then she's just, and then that's when the weird tap dancing, like, oh, sorry, if we interrupted you with their tap dancing, like, so she's on the tap joke, and then they sit down and they're, t- it, but there or are it's long, true. worse, it's true, yeah, yeah, there are long, awful silences. Ooh, it could explain the outfit. I don't think so. I, I hope <laughs> not. Yeah, no, wasn't I, that was so Broadway, nineteen eighty one that outfit. Bop, bop. But yeah, I mean, for anybody who didn't watch the movie, I mean, we'll get to it in a second, I guess. So then they sit down and Uh then they're chatting and that's when the whole, like, she's a professor of French literature thing happens. No, Gary is. I don't even know the nameless best friend's name, but I know that the sister's husband that we'll never meet is named Gary. (laughs) And But then she teaches a Cormac McCarthy course. Oh, yeah, that was that was pretty deep, too. That's just basically, like you said, Gatsby. Yeah. And so then, but then they're talking and the, and then, but she doesn't really say that she's super into French literature, does she? Because later in the movie, she's just like on a date and she's just like, I love French literature. And it was like, do you? Because I don't remember it coming up when she, but maybe when I missed something. we talked something. about Gary, who's yeah. a professor <laughs> of French, French literature. literature, you know, Hugo Flaubert. Yeah. <laughs> God. But then she goes to leave, and you best bet your fucking ass I took a video of it. But she goes, the sister goes to leave, and then she picks up that bowler hat and puts it on. And I, and I in real life by myself went, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> and then I paused it and immediately went back and took a video of it because I was like, what the fuck is that? There's mm. nothing wrong with. I should just swallow. There, it's everybody know. I think everybody knows what it's like to be 
trying something. Everybody knows what it's like to <laughs> be like a thing is what yeah, you Yeah, trying a thing and like be like <laughs> at the store by yourself, putting on a hat and being like, could I be her? <laughs> could this be who I am? Yeah. And then you take it home and then like you're like, oh, we're just we're going to the market. And then you just like put on the hat and like try really hard to hope that nobody's looking and try to act natural, act natural. God damn it. Act natural. And then that's what it felt like she was doing with this hat. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it was just really weird because it went unacknowledged. It was just not a hat by me. until later. Yeah. Not by me either. <laughs> so that was crazy. I mean, my note was just, oh my God, when she left with a bowler hat, question mark, exclamation point, question mark, exclamation point, question mark. Oh my God. But then, so then he's, going camping she's like i want to take you on a proper date but i got i have an assignment and then i'm going camping with my friend and with jack maybe was his name and mm. i'm going camping and, and and she's just like so wait you're gonna go do a bunch of really dangerous things and then you're gonna come back and then i don't know why the next thing happens do you because why the she next- follows him Yes. The next thing that happens is that she and her best friend, she's like, well, how do you feel about camping? She and her best friend go to the place where he's camping. Yeah. I don't know why. Stalk him. He and his friend, by, but her friend is marrying somebody else. The, her, her friend's wedding, every time it came up, it just felt like it stalled all the action. It was annoying. Mm. But so, and I don't know why her friend who's so frantic getting ready for her wedding could just take a day off to pack up Everything, including her nightgown and robe, because that's how they sleep camping, apparently. <laughs> uh, here we are in the wilderness. I, I hope no wild animals or murderers come. Yeah. Here, I've got to put on my peignoir. <laughs> nope. Nope. Oh, my God. I mean, and that's the – so then they're they're sitting there like – they're like – 20 yards they're like 20 yards from the from the guys yeah and then they're like do you hear some are we near somebody else's campsite and he's just like well if you hear campfire singing or s'mores i'm out of here like they they don't want to be near anybody they're just they're just there and then they're like staring at him and then then through the woods they're staring at him they may they were one wig short of (laughs) a different plot and then (laughs) a couple walks up and then she goes oh it's fine i'm dating him which yeah. was funny, which was a funny little line, but except for that, what the fuck are you doing there? Like, oh, red flag, you're the creep in this one. The yes. girl's not usually the creep, but holy shit, you are the you are the red flag. Yes. And it was just crazy. 100%. And then, yeah, it was just crazy. And then like they can't they, they're there all damn night. They yep. camp, they they like set up their tent. How they did how the others didn't notice, I don't know. They they deserve to get eaten by a beer bear if that's how they're or a beer. <laughs> if that's or how beer. they're gonna if that's how unaware they're going to be. Yeah. But yeah, they're just sitting there and she's just staring at him. And I guess that the point was that she wanted to keep an eye on him and keep him safe. I I don't know. Like it was just because she was there because she was worried he was going to get killed. But like why she would then be there, especially if she thinks she's the bad luck charm and then maybe proximity, like everything about it made no fucking sense. Yeah. And then she is sitting there being so, so anxious. And then like the friend is just putting up with it. She's a very patient friend. She's just, and then like to the point that it's like two o'clock in the morning, I assume. And she Mm -hmm. waits. She's just like, did you hear that? It's like, and the friend is like, it's fine. I wasn't sleeping. I was like stressing about my wedding, but it was just like, oh my God, if this was my best friend, if this was Emily, I would be like, girl, you need to get 
some help. <laughs> and yeah. it cannot be me. Yeah. And so, I mean, I've said that about less. So. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so it was crazy. And then, yeah, the bear alarm goes off. And mm-hmm. then everybody's up. And then he's, he's like, Betty? what are you doing here? Are you okay? Like he was so nice. So normal. Like it felt like I felt like that guy is exactly who dumps you when you're being crazy. It's kind of like when, when, uh, in sex and city, when Carrie is like losing her mind after uh, being paranoid after her last relationship, I think after burger, Mm -hmm. I I don't remember. Well, I don't remember which one it was, but, and the guy comes home and she's just going through all his stuff. Like she Mm -hmm. like smoking a cigarette in her underwear, like breaking into like a locked box. Mm-hmm. And the locked box just has like sentimental items in it. And then he dumps her because like she's being crazy. And he, it was like in that movie show, it was really good. And in this, I was just like, man, she deserves her her ass to get dumped so hard. I actually thought he acted that pretty well. I really liked this mm-hmm. actor. And I really liked this actress. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that at first he did look like, what the hell are you doing here? And then he appeared to to give it a little bit of a rethink before he did say, like you said, are you okay? You know, so yeah. I really liked that, that there was some Same. subtlety and rea- realism to that. <clears throat> it was and, a great performance. Yes, And it was, it was timed well because it's at this point in the movie. And in my notes, I wrote, I like the suspense here. This was the point at which something has to break, but this was, I, it, I didn't, what I, I didn't go. Oh, for fuck's sake, you know, this is ridiculous because I, I, you know, in keeping with the movie, she was obviously there to make sure he stayed safe. She thought she was going to protect them and mm-hmm. then gets there and realizes she's completely ill prepared for anything. <laughs> but, um, so this is where I made the note that I like the suspense and I'm just dying for him to her to tell him about the curse. Mm-hmm. And I'm, and, and I'm wondering what's going to happen to make her believe there is no curse because I did kind of see where this was going. I mean, I knew there wasn't a curse and it's all about what you believe. <laughs> yeah. Um, which I'm glad they did. I mean, it was a good choice too, but um, we'll get there. Now I also yeah. have a note here that Will Kemp has some pretty unfortunate hair in paging Mr. Darcy. I, <clears throat> I also noticed Thomas and how he was looking. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently. I asked Mint Mobile's legal team. If big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation, they said, yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Um, <laughs> we will just... We'll have, we'll see. have to see. Um, yeah, the the one part in the camping scene that was funny was that they passed a sign that says "falls falls" that says "falls can kill," mm-hmm. and then the friend said, "This is just adding insult to injury." <laughs> yes, which is very and his funny. His friend was pretty good too. I liked his friend. Isn't she? Isn't she the one that stopped? The, you know, that's when he said he should grab the whistle and stopped the play. Yeah, the rugby. So mm-hmm. 
that was that was a good touch too. I thought that was well done. Yeah, and so I understood I, I understood why what this purpose what the purpose this camping scene was supposed to be for, and I approved of that. Like you said, mm-hmm. like I liked that it was kind of like the because every movie every every plot needs a point where it seems like they've gone so far. You're like, how are they ever gonna recover from this? Mm-hmm. And this was that because yeah, I mean, it just seemed like he, he would be a. <clears throat> he just seemed like a good guy who was just like, well, yeah, she's obviously too fucked up and weird <laughs> right now. Yeah, but I there's can't not, deal but, with this. But, but it wasn't personal. So he wanted to, you know, and like, so yeah, when they're, you know, he's sitting there talking about, about it with his sister. Um, and, uh, and he's sitting there talking about it with his sister and she's not wearing the hat. Mm-hmm. And, um, she puts it she's on like, she leaves the scene. So, and she's like, I know, I know you really liked her. And he's like, yeah, I did. Um, and so, yeah, then I, I don't really remember what happens next, except that my next note is about when the best friend is in the, um, is in the elevator with the sister, the sister and, and she sees, the she hat was says, the most I, consistent character in the whole yeah. movie. <laughs> well, she says, I like your hat. It's very Annie Hall. You don't happen to have a brother named Alex, do you? Which implies that the hat was talked about. (laughs) Actually, I kind of like that. I do too. I and it was a little subtle, but I, I just for the writers, I want them to know I, I caught it. (laughs) That's funny. That's really very funny. funny. Oh my god! How embarrassing that she wears a bowler all the time. Yeah, I mean, not even. It's just who I am. (laughs) <laughs> I love it. I love it, Dad. Don't tell me to take it off. But yeah, so but then that didn't go anywhere. Her recognizing the sister didn't go on to change well, anything. It did. did it? it did. It did because let's see. Well, it doesn't happen yet. We'll get there in a minute. Okay. Okay. Then, then we I must get, have just missed it. Yeah, so so uh Betty starts thinking, okay. I've got to call off this curse. I'm going to, and so she wants to find, call Eleni Vrakis and mm-hmm. ask her to take off the curse. Now, who knew there were so many Eleni Vrakises? There I aren't. Doubt it. <laughs> She's like, I who knew is such a common name. It's not. It's not. It's not. But then Nelson's scenes came in handy here because he could do some cross referencing to find Eleni, Eleni as they pronounced it, and mm-hmm. uh, and so, she, you know, she's. I think I'm a little bit out of order here, but it doesn't matter because he's he's uh she's now got a list of four, four possible Elaine's that she has to find in order to ask for that. Now that could have been the whole plot of the movie right there. Yeah, but, I know. Yeah. And uh, here I, I, had here the I have the I had note the that I'm note. I find I'm distracted by her friend's constant de- desperation and the fact that Betty is apparently having to give them thousands of dollars for the wedding. The the <laughs> problems with the wedding, the stress about the wedding were that was just too much. I didn't care. I like was aggressively bored by this <laughs> every mention of it. So I didn't have that reaction to it. I don't. So it just felt like what these movies always have, which is like a busybody, happy best friend with like the life ahead of her, who's like got everything figured out, but she's stressed about it. Um, but it, well, I mean, there was scene, one scene though where she comes in and she's talking to her, where Betty comes in and she's talking to her and she's just like, 
she's like, it's th- this is what's going on with me. And then the friend straight up says, what I want to know is what I'm going to do. <laughs> like her answer is literally about herself. <laughs> okay, so, that's you, but. Yeah. <laughs> but let's talk about me. <clears throat> so yeah and so then yeah they're trying to they're trying to find Eleni or whatever her name is and then they she's at work and they get the craziest news ever am i missing something before this part nothing important okay <laughs> well they get the news that and i didn't like fully the- <clears throat> understand this part either so i knew well, i knew it was <sighs> the yeah, boss calls in the entire i was gonna say cast <laughs> well yeah Hollywood um, <laughs> calls in the team. entire yeah calls in the whole team and is like and then I, you think it's going to be something dopey or whatever but mm-hmm. it's not it's that a building that that housed one of the companies that they were like working with has just had a fire and the entire they think that the entire construct construction crew is caught inside mm-hmm. which is so dark yeah that's so heavy. Yeah. It's so crazy. It's just so <laughs> fucking insane. And then she's like, I didn't like, quite pick up that that was that it was the crew that they thought was. I thought they were talking about. They were just because what they talked about then was the loss of revenue from it. Not well, life. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. They were talking about because the construction this, crew. This and then was she said, the company that she had advocated for acquisition. I think in the very yes, beginning. Yes, because she said, "Is this project?" She was like, is this project a revolution by any chance? And they were like, yes, it's the their building. And she's yeah. like, oh, my God, it's yeah. me. It's all about me. I've done this. I did this. It's yeah. me. And then she races over there and she runs into Alex and she's like, oh, what are you doing here? And then he's like, I'm a field photographer. This is what I do. Mm-hmm. And. Then he's like, basically says he belongs here. And then someone shouts, hey, what are you doing over there? Don't stand there. Yeah. <laughs> and then somebody calls from inside the building. Georgia oh, burns. They- Atlanta burns behind them. Yeah, exactly. But they're literally like, there's news coverage that's like, there are no casualties at this time. I was like, okay, got at it. This time. But yeah, it's like, they're going to be. But um, the, it's the entire bit. But so then he somebody's calling help help and none of the people who are literally there to manage the emergency yes hear hear the calls for help don't know no. how but Alex does because he's in the back the, she goes when she goes to tell the fire chief or whatever she's like over in the back where there is no one addressing any of this <laughs> and my boyfriend George Glass <laughs> just went in to help him yeah because he's raced in there. With with no fucking you know no no gear no nothing not even yeah. a kerchief over his face no he had has his walked protective into the camera sm- yeah he's walked into the smokiest building I've ever seen mm-hmm. and is trying to find this person it's like a six story building yeah good luck to you but um and then the building explodes <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which yeah. is so crazy they're like did you turn off the gas yes you turned off the gas I think you're still gas. <laughs> And it was all Betty's fault. And she's like, oh, my God, me, 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 me. And then who comes out but Alex with the person he rescued? Mm-hmm. And it was like. Ugh. Like Ryan carrying Mar- <laughs> Marissa's body after the yes, accident. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, and it was just, but it's so. Yeah. Where are we? 
<laughs> what the hell? Was that playing during that? I don't mm-hmm. think. No, it wasn't. It was Hallelujah. Oh yeah, that's right. But it was it was uh, it was Imogen Heap though. I always confuse that. Oh, uh, was Imogen yeah. Heap did Hallelujah? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. That was truly excellent. This is the OC we're talking about. And yes, the Trey shooting scene movie. was hide and seek. Yes. And then a very funny SNL bit, which I will yes. give it. <laughs> it's extremely funny. That was very good. So, yeah. So then <laughs> so then he's fine and he's just like, you just have to have faith. And then she's just like, I guess you're right. And then everything's going to be fine. And then she's like, I don't believe in the curse anymore. Um, and then- Great news. I don't believe in the curse anymore. <laughs> so it doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. If I don't look at it, it's not there. Um, well, she, does, she doesn't say that, though, does she? Does no, she say no. She doesn't no. believe in it? Yeah. No, she's just like, no, she just, she kind of chooses to have like a new attitude about it. Um, and I don't have notes in here about when it happens because, but I, I guess. I but have then it. they Okay, great. So then. So they go to a woo-woo shop. They go yeah. in and uh, I love it. I love the set. They're obviously reusing some of the things from the shop in um, Good Witch. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. And um, so they go in there and there's the the woman, the proprietress, I guess. They're saying, uh, oh, do you, do you know, um, do you know Eleni Brackus? Brackus? And she's like, yes, I, I do, but not from this life, which was just stupid because I go to woo-woo shops. I enjoy them. I enjoy woo-woo and it isn't like that. It was just crazy because when she said that, but she also, she put her hand up to her face and then looked really guilty and shifty and looked Mm -hmm. all around and then went, not in this life. Yeah. Which was just like needlessly confusing. It was, it was, it was. So then they, they, uh, she takes a look at Betty's hand and says, oh, you have the worst love line I've ever seen. So many break, but I can fix it for you. You know, for forty nine ninety nine, one forty nine ninety nine. Oh, one forty. Oh my plus god, plus tax. But what was fun about Highway that? Robbery. What was fun about? Yeah, that part was actually realistic. I once, yes, <laughs> I once saw a um, psychic palm reader. I think they had the palm reader neon sign outside um, in College Park when I was uh, at school at University of Maryland, and I for kicks I, I went, and um, yeah, she tried to tell me that there was a curse on me and I needed to do all these different things and she, it was going to cost money and then do this next thing and it's going to cost more money. And so it got crazy. <laughs> I, I never, I didn't go back, but some, so, some small part of me has always wondered if I was cursed, but yeah. So. Multi-level marketing <laughs> scam on another level, a whole new thing. But what was adorable about this? I thought, although dark is then she <laughs> goes on a test date with Nelson because he's expendable. Yeah. So she goes on a date with the guy from accounting to see if he dies to see if the, um, to see if the lifting of the curse worked, which was hilarious. It was very funny. And then he's there, there, and that's when she said she likes French literature. And I'm like, do you? And then, um, yeah, he's boring as sin. And uh, so then the next thing that happens is she. Oh. <laughs> Well, again, I don't, I don't know when exactly it happens, but then they do find El- Eleni, and oh, yeah. it's just this grown ass woman asking this other grown ass woman she hasn't seen in twenty years to please lift the curse, and the friend is like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> I actually did kind of, I was okay with that. 
I was too, except that I I would have liked if there was some self awareness in Betty's character where she's like, well, now that we're here, I, I it I sounds know this insane. Is, it, this it, yeah, it might sound crazy, or maybe you know exactly what I'm talking about, but yeah, yeah, or something. But yeah, something. See, the, the, the funny thing is that the formerly goth Eleni is now she was actually like a wasp. very very pretty, uh, beautiful skin, mm-hmm. and wearing a pink sweater and everything. And it was it was good. That was good though because yeah. you just knew she was going to be like, oh man, I was just going through <laughs> such a such a period in eighth grade, you know? Like, yeah, she's like I a wasp. She's She's like a waspy tea drinker, and she's like, "Oh, my mom didn't work at a fortune telling. No, she worked at a bank. I just wanted to be interesting." Yeah, which is and exactly that fantastic. That that's total middle school, high school, whatever. Hundred um, percent. So then, like, so she's like, "Oh, the curse isn't real." She agrees to go out with the guy with Alex, and then <laughs> he's just dancing, 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 dancing on the stairs, and he falls down and. Passes out like Sleeping Beauty with his eyes shut. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was he fell down like three stairs. I remember this one. There was this one time mm-hmm. when it was snowing when I lived in Frederick, and I went out to the garage. I was going to the garage for some reason, and I slipped on the back stairs because they had you know invisible oh, yeah. ice on them. I mean, I was an absolute cartoon. <laughs> I, I think my my I, I think I. I my feet went out from under me. I rose six feet into the air and landed <laughs> square on my back. And then I just, I, it didn't even, nothing even hurt. And I was like, so am I dead? <laughs> but like I have fallen down the stairs plenty of times. I knocked, I, I knocked into my pot rack no fewer than three times and knocked my huge pot off of it yesterday alone. So oh my God. I am no... I have now put it not at hip length. Mm. Bad, bad idea to put the biggest pot where the biggest part of my body is going to pass. <laughs> but anyway, I'm just saying. You, you, was- just need, you need a, a Beth-shaped like hourglass-shaped <laughs> hole for you to walk through. Exactly. <laughs> well, the falling I – mean- that, that, that you're talking about the falling on ice, though. It, remind, it reminds me of when I used to live in the little tiny hallmark town that I used to live in. Mm-hmm. And was I just gotten off work? It was it was like Christmas Eve or Christmas Eve Eve, and I was bartending still. And I had just finished at like two p.m. I'd worked brunch, and I was gonna go try to do some last minute Christmas shopping. And I was walking mm-hmm. down the street. It was a very like idyllic little like there were it was like little restaurants and bars, and then all these little shops like independently run shop, shops. You're um, talking about when you lived on Fifth Street. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I was well, I'm not telling you all about the town that we. <laughs> Oh, I you just, <laughs> it could have it could have been um, when you were in Boston. <clears throat> oh yeah, true. Um, so then uh, I was walking and I ate shit so fucking hard. <laughs> I talk about feet flying out from under you, going six feet in the air. I I was so I was really hurt. I walked. Oh no! I was. I hit the ground so hard. I I oh. fell so completely. Like usually when you fall as a grown up, it's like you kind of <laughs> fall and you catch yourself or you like kind of have to fall all the way just to catch yourself this most safely or whatever. I fell <laughs> boom. And it the problem was it was December and uh-huh. it was winter and it was nobody was out on the street because it was Christmas. So it was like very empty and there was nobody oh. but there were a lot of cars. <laughs> Oh no! So I was like, a lot of people saw this, but there's complete silence. (laughs) 
where I am, but I know a lot of people just saw me fall so hard. And I was like, there's usually there was was, a lot of laughter in cars. Yes. And it's like my audience is just like sectioned away from me. It's like those comedians in in the pandemic who had to just perform for zoom and then everybody's just like laughing in their own little box at home (laughs) oh my god it's just it was so it was so funny i i have never laughed so hard by myself at something like that where i was just like everybody saw everybody Mm -hmm. saw and everyone's got a god it was so funny but anyway his fall is not that dramatic he falls and well he's in the hospital for days apparently yeah So, oh my God. And then, yeah. And so I guess it's while he's at the hospital is when they go and talk to Eleni because then she runs. Because yes. then, oh yeah, because he gets That's hurt. This, yeah. And then she, and then at, she while he's left. hurt before, she yeah. breaks up with him and she's like, I can't do it. I can't do it. And he's like, I'm going to kill what? you accidentally. Yeah, exactly. And she, th- like, th- we know he's on painkillers. The doctor said he's on painkillers. <laughs> so she's just like, probably to him, he's just, she's just like, and he's just <laughs> and then she leaves she goes and has this experience with the real Eleni and then she runs back to the hospital I guess to say it was me I'm just insane don't worry about it yeah yeah uh, which I half expected him to be just like outside of his hospital window washing <laughs> washing the window from the outside suspended by a rapidly fraying rope at this point yeah <laughs> because, yes because he was just... I mean, because he was taking a lot of risks for somebody who was pretty risk averse. <laughs> yes, that is true. Then she says, "I'm, I'm gonna do it. I'm ready to be in a relationship." And she should have been. She should have run into him as he was leaving, not while he's still sitting there in that fetching little hospital gown. Oh, I know. You know? I dumb. know. Yeah, it's it, time should have passed because we're about to have a crazy time jump. So it would have been it would have been totally appropriate for him to be back at his apartment, but no. yeah. So, um, they decided to get together and then, uh, then we're at her wedding (laughs) and suddenly, yeah, yeah. That fake out moment wasn't really worth it. I mean, you know, I think we're supposed to think we're at the friend's wedding. Mm hmm. Yep. But no, No. we're at her wedding and the friend is now pregnant as I always knew she would be. So there are more fortune tellers in this plot than ever. And, uh, then, yeah, they just kept mentioning the dancing and then, and then, God, this movie had like four false endings. Like they kissed at the at the the fire scene, and then he falls down the stairs, and then it's the wedding, and then they get married, and then they're walking down the aisle, and they dance down the aisle, and they just keep dancing and keep dancing and keep dancing, and they get to the end of the aisle where they've they've waltzed down the entire thing, and yeah. then she just it's, then she starts doing that super cringy bride dancing where like I just I always hate at weddings when when there's dancing like first of all I'm not I'm not that into dancing if it's not clear but yeah. I hate the the force like oh the the bride and groom are having their first dance and then they like dance all orderly and like Regency era for a moment and then oh, uh-huh. oh it's drop it like it's hot and then suddenly they're just like yeah. like doing a choreographed bit yeah. Ugh, cringy yeah. as fuck and if you did that. I'm sorry, but it's cringy. And so <laughs> No, if you did that or you had a gender reveal party, I yeah. don't approve. Yeah. So that just kept going. And then you think, oh, okay, the end. Not the end. Then they're walking down like some outdoor thing. And he's just like, Are you sure you want to go out there? You know that out there you could get really hurt. And she's just like, Well, it's okay, because we're married now. And then she unzips her hoodie and it turns out she's wearing a rugby jersey. Mm. She should not play rugby 
No. This, this, that, that is the. Yeah, she's mistaken. Uh, it's, yeah, she's not cursed, but she's also not immortal. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was crazy. I mean, I, when I lived in Naples, I was friends with a whole ass rugby team. And Allison, who was on Catch Me If You Claws, is married to a rugby player. That's how I know her. I've watched a lot of rugby. There are not really that many inter like usually it's just men's leagues and women's leagues and it's not just some recreational thing where they're she it was like all men and then she's just gonna go out there she's like 130 pounds she Mm -hmm. shouldn't be out there like trying to like keep up with these these people who play much i don't know everything about it was so crazy it was like no you're really gonna get killed yeah the movie took way 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 too long to end there were four endings no it really wasn't that was bad that was bad writing because I wanted to fast forward. Mm-hmm. And if I and if I had been a casual viewer and didn't have to, you know, make sh- sure I caught everything because we were going to talk about it. Yeah, you probably would have um, just turned it off thinking it was oh, the end. Absolutely. I but I also would have just fast forwarded. I would have been like, okay, well, I'm pretty bored now. So, so nope, nothing happens. So. <laughs> so that's the end. We already established we liked it. Yeah. Um, how would you fix it? Yeah, it's hard when you go. It's harder to answer that with the pretty good movies like this one because we just kind of talked about it as we went along. Mm-hmm. So um, I liked. I thought the the leads were great. They were mm-hmm. perfect. He was so great. I, I liked them. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have. Okay, I wouldn't have had the best friend having a wedding. I wouldn't have had the sister and the hat and the description of her husband and his occupation. You, they put a lot of um, the hat, the hat, the hat. They did. They put a lot in there that they didn't follow up. And and the thing is that that does happen in real life. But if you put it in a book or in a movie, things that stand out like that, you're you're giving your viewer or reader uh, an unconscious or subconscious expectation that it's going to come up again. So they let so they instead, leave feeling failed. So I, I do. I mean, I, I mean, like, I, I am aware that that was just poor writing, but I'm just like, well, then why did I have to know his name is Gary and what he does for a living? <laughs> like, why do I know that? Why is that in my head now when I can't find my keys? How you know did the I mean? elevator? How did the elevator thing come back into it? Where she when she runs into the and where she says, "Are you so and so sister?" Because because it, they made it obvious off screen um, when she said, "Do you have a brother named Alex?" Nameless best friend told Amy, <laughs> whose name I don't need to know, <laughs> that um, that Betty thinks that she's cursed and that that's, oh, that's why right, she's that's being right, so that's wacky. Right. So she did. It was it. Amy. Amy ultimately mattered to the plot for that reason. Yeah, but she could have just run into him. Yes, like it just would have been exactly. cleaner for her to run into him so in the much elevator. Cleaner. Especially yeah. if that wasn't a joke about cute hat. You didn't happen to have a brother named yeah, Alex, do you? Exactly. Now, if that was a, if that was a subtle jab at, at the hat, the applause. Yeah, such a weird character choice. Um, I feel well, like, no, but she also had a little suit too with the. Little I know she looked vest. like it Charlie very, Chaplin. Yes, it was not giving Diane Keaton. It was giving Charlie Chaplin. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, I mean, how I would fix it is just like I. I think that there are a lot of small things. Yeah. That we've already talked about. I would eliminate some of the dumb stuff. Like, like we already talked about the camping scene or like, like the, obviously her. Yeah. The, 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 the cooler malfunctioning on the food truck is stupid. It should have been something like the wedding dress or whatever. If, if yes. you're going to do the, like I, things needed to ratchet up at the camping thing. I just, I was fine with the camping scene. I liked the like atmosphere change and everything. I just wanted it to be clearer what she was there for. 
of her to be like, you know, cause it's just like, cause it's like the joke about your, you know, you're keeping the plane up with your anxiety. Like, is she just like, if I'm there watching, it won't happen or whatever. It's like, is there something to the, what she believes in, in the curse about like when she's not around, it's when the bad things happen. I don't know. Like it's, I don't know something to clear it up because mm-hmm. it was just, it didn't make any sense why she was there. And then I, I think that the, the thing escalating at the end with the, the building exploding. I mean, I didn't really need that either. I felt like that could have been something where she, she believed in the bad luck. It, honestly, what would have made the most sense for this plot? Everything is, you touch is going to fall apart. Not just romance. First of all, yes. But second of all, I think if you want to make it romance, what would have made sense is for this woman to call off her wedding and for her to be like, Oh my God, I'm bad luck. Even to my, like to any relationship around me, it's not just Ah. me because then the best friend, the constant talk about the wedding would have shown that she's been, yeah, she's been really stressed about it. It's causing undue stress. And that's actually because the relationship isn't right. And then she, then the best friend could have explained to her, like, it's not because of you, like, don't make this about you. And some of the conflicts at the end could have been. Yes. That that would have been good. Yeah. Yeah. And then when they talked about it, she could have been like, sorry, I snapped at you. Obviously I'm upset because my relationship just ended, but I'm not, I'm not, um, it, it didn't happen because of you. It didn't happen because of bad luck. It happened because this relationship isn't been isn't right, and it hasn't been right. And I'm just finally admitting it to myself. That would have been, you know, great. that would have been much cleaner. And then it would have made the the movie less like, oh, you're not, you don't have a, you don't, you're not, you, you're nobody till somebody loves you kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Because it would have made, and then her at the wedding being hers at the end would have made sense, you know, like it where it would have been like then having the wedding at the end would have been like just cleaner, sort of just like, okay, well she ended up getting married and the other friend is just, is actually dating now. And she's the one out there. Like you thought you had bad luck. You know, there would have been a cute opportunity for her to be just like, you think you have bad luck. My, I I went on a date with a guy and I called to figure out why he stood me up. And it turned out that he died or, you know, that's another sex in the city thing, but you know, it could have been some joke there, but like, I don't know. I, I just feel like, that the, things like that, th- this actually would have been really easy to fix, quote unquote, because I did yeah. enjoy watching the whole thing. I liked everybody that was in it, mm-hmm. except for the hat. Um, yeah. I liked the, I liked all the different environments we were in. It felt mm-hmm. warm despite the fact that it wasn't like a cliche, cozy, um, you know, environment. Right. So yeah, I think that this one was definitely worth watching. Yeah. And was fun and would have been pretty easy to fix. Yeah. 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 Next week. Next week. What's next yeah. week? The aerial oh, acrobat. God. Oh, that's right. They just can't leave well enough alone. God. Time to flood, baby bird. I'm so sick of seeing that. <laughs> yeah. Now, I know I'm never going to talk you into the way home because of those stupid commercials too. Jacob! They're not, they're not doing a Jacob good Jacob belongs here! Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well... <clears throat> speaking so, of belonging here, that brings us to our Instagram. Speaking of Jacob. <laughs> Nameless best friends. And if you haven't already, please give us a rating and a review. That, listen, people always say that in podcasts, and I've never done it until recently because I actually see that it matters now. And so you're yeah. probably not going to do it either, but just do it. It takes two mm-hmm. seconds if you want, and if it's going to be nice. Otherwise, you can, you can be lazy. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But uh, yeah, so anyway, that's it. Well, now we're going to go uh, record the traders. So yeah. yeah. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. I'm going to the store. Let me know if you need anything. Bye. <laughs>
it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.